Hello and welcome to an episode of Let's Get Real for Real for Real. Um, I don't know if anyone else felt like this, but didn't April feel like it was just one day long? Like we were in April and all of a sudden we were not anymore. That's what that felt like. And April was crazy of all months to feel like it was a day. It was not, I wish it was not April, but whatever, everything gets done. Um, Life has been insane, Um, but that's fine and that's good because that means life is moving as it does. I mean, life is always moving anyway, but at least it feels like it does. Um, Tonight, or this episode, is going to be a little different. I have an assignment from school, one of my last ones this year. Um, basically exploring what a care plan for myself would be like. And I thought it would be cool to explore that via this podcast, since it is in line with the topic. Um, And I don't know, um, this is an interesting topic to come up because uh, I've been, you know, If anyone had listened to any of the previous episodes, like I have been going through a lot of ups and downs lately um, as I prepare to transition out of literally um, my entire life and into something completely brand new. Um, And it has brought up a lot of questions about not necessarily myself, but about my future. And it's brought up a lot of fear and uncertainty in myself. Um a lot of flashbacks, a lot of panic attacks, um, because I'm literally stepping into something so completely unknown. And because I'm doing it in a way that I've never done it before. And I'm, I'm literally, um, depending on the grace of God (laughs) and the universe to help guide me and help me be fulfilled and, um, help keep me safe you know not just physically but emotionally and mentally and and also accepting too that my concept of safety may not be exactly what I um need to grow one of those hard lessons to one of those hard lessons to um learn um that I've learned in my 20s and which I carry with me of being like it may not always be what I need (laughs) But damn, I'm kind of scared of what that would look like. So um, I want to explore this idea of like developing a care plan for myself. Um, because if there is ever a time that I may need it, it is now. Um, as I also try to really start reinforcing and rooting into like my foundational self of knowing who I am what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, the root of myself so that I don't lose myself along the way because people think that this journey of like go traveling and living somewhere else is like me trying to find myself and it's not. It is me, um, it's me, I'm not trying to find myself, I've found myself, but it's me growing, it's me expanding, it's me um, becoming taking the next step and the next level to fill more of me than I am now. And um, 
But I have to take the steps to also like remember who I am because it's so easy to get lost in all of the bigger things that are happening. And I don't want to get lost. <laughs> I don't want to get lost physically, though that's okay. I don't want to get lost spiritually. I don't want to get lost emotionally. I don't want to forget who I am. Um, and And for me, a care plan is more than just you know, for me, health in general, health and wellness is not just about my physical health. When it when I think of health, I think of everything, all sides, myself as a whole person, as a whole being. Like, and for me, that means my faith must always come first. I know it's not tangible. It's not like, it's not like my body, but like, you know, my faith, is what makes me me and it's what makes me stable and it's also what makes me like able to utilize actually even like know and then identify and utilize my gifts which are meant to help others um so and i know when i'm feeling dysregulated when i'm not feeling like like I know who I am when I'm feeling completely swept up in in other people or in life or in universe like I I need to come back to my center and my center is God and God God not only created me God made me God makes me who I am and this trip, this this whole change of my life is me. There, I mean, there are so many reasons. There are so many reasons to move out of the country, of course. And there are so many reasons I'm doing it. And the reasons I started it out with aren't the reasons I'm doing it now. But I also know, too, that this is not just me doing this because I want to or because it's time. It's literally like I'm surrendering to God. Because I'm leaving it open. I'm not planning anything beyond we'll see what God takes me. Which is fucking terrifying, by the way. And also behind a lot of my panic attacks about this move. But I'm surrendering. And with that surrender comes faith. Really having a lot of faith and trust. And... um knowing that faith is more important than having fear knowing the fear that i have is um if i is if i while fear can be very important and very helpful and very good at keeping you safe i know this particular fear if i give into it and i ever and if i because i can i can always pull out and be like i'm not going i know that i will never forgive myself i know that will be a blockage that i'm putting on myself and so that fear is not important enough to to not have it. God must come first. Um, I have to, uh, and I have to remind myself of that often because I'm only human. And I, as a human, I have ego and my ego often gets in the way. Um. I don't have to go to church. I feel like all the time I am 
my relationship with God is mine and I'm lucky to have an open line of communication with him most of the time. So um, that first and foremost must always be the priority. Um, sleep, I've learned, is very important as well. I don't, I'm not a person who often thinks about getting a lot of sleep, but especially in the last few weeks where I've gotten like very little sleep, I've recognized like my body, I mean, I know my body is like super fallible. Obviously, it is like literally the strongest and also the weakest parts of us. <laughs> like very, it's very odd, but yes, physically strongest and weakest parts of us. Very malleable. And um, sleep, it turns out is very important to function. Um, my digestive system, if my digestive system, and if because I, I have my IBS, like my moods and my ability to maintain and manage my moods and actually the general overall well-being of my physical health, it tanks if my ability to poop tanks, not to be like so metaphorical or, uh, or punny, but like seriously, I need to eat. <laughs> I need to sleep. And I need to eat in a certain way because if anybody knows, like my American diet here, which God, I hope I can eat differently in Europe. I really hope so. But my diet here in America is like literally no gluten, no dairy. I'm lactose intolerant. I'm allergic to shrimp. I'm allergic to coconut. I'm allergic to eggs. I don't eat red meat because of symptoms. I can't eat too many beans because of symptoms. I can't eat like more than cruciferous vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, kale, all the good stuff. I can't eat more than a quarter cup when it's raw and half a cup when it's cooked. Like my diet is so freaking particular. <laughs> I never eat out anymore, which actually I don't mind, but like I never eat out anymore. I'm so grateful I have a bland taste bud because <laughs> I can eat the same things every day for like three months. But Dude, if I deviate from that once in a while, it's usually fine. It might back me up for a couple of days or give me diarrhea or whatever, but then it goes away. But like, seriously, I need to stick to that if I want to like be able to go to the bathroom properly because going to the bathroom properly is instrumental to like my ability to maintain my moods, maintain my weight, maintain my emotions, like regulate my period regulate my skin like and all those things help me like feel good about myself and like how I the way I look and feel in my body too it's a lot it's a lot so diet is important water I always forget about water until I drink it and then I'm like oh water is such life water is such life you guys like dude it has hydrogen and oxygen in it and literally your body wants water and it actually makes you not only feel physically better it helps with your mental acuity like your cells your brain cells your cells in your body your blood cells they all want water and we always forget about it i always forget about it water is important um what else gratitude let's go back to the spiritual thing gratitude gratitude is what helps me a lot it helps me to remember love it helps me to have forgiveness and compassion and empathy and it helps me to curb my ego so that i can have it for others and allow god to fill me 
my cats i'm looking at my cats right now they're so precious and they're grooming each other which they do very rarely to be honest and i love my cats so much i'm so grateful for them um i miss them every like every second i'm not with them i miss them I think about them, I feel them, and I smell them, and I love them so much. My cats are helpful. Um, I don't know, financial health, because that is a part of health and well-being. Um, I have a lot of life insurance policies that are going to help me, not only my family and friends after I pass away, but also, like, you know, there are life insurance policies that are supposed to pay out, like, if I get diagnosed with something with cancer or diabetes or something like something that's going to be like chronic or critical it'll help pay out so that's that's that but definitely part of this journey is going to be learning about how to improve my financial like relationship and energy with money um I recently have I've been realizing more and more lately about how like I have a relationship with money that's like it's not bad but it's very neutral, which is actually so much better than it used to be. When I was younger, it used to be a bad relationship with money. You know, I serious debt, have no no easy way of me like living within my means. Um, just really bad at it. And now, you know, I've really cultivated a relationship, not on purpose, but this is just what happened where like I now have a relationship with money that is just enough. Somehow I always have just enough to like to meet whatever needs I have if I don't have it at the moment I get it somehow it comes to me and I also have learned to live very simply um which allows me to like not really need a lot of money um but but I've been recognizing lately that I also in that way like it's not a bad thing but now it's time to learn how to have abundance with money i asked myself the other day like you know i know what it's i know what kind of person i am and who i am when i don't have money and i know what kind of person who i am when i have enough money i know what kind of person i am when i am broke (laughs) and have nothing and am negative money i have no idea who i am if I have money, because I've never had money, I've never been able to keep money, I've never seen the point of it. And while a lot of people value money and see its value, that's something I genuinely struggle with. Like, really, I'm the type of person who will, like, just give things away and donate them. Like, I, like I'm like i doing with my things now. Like, my friends who love to sell things online, they're looking at my stuff and being like, Johnny, you have a lot of things. Like, you could sell all this. And I'm just literally like, oh, I'd wouldn't think anyone would want them and I and I've already thrown them in the donation pile and given them away and offer them and and these are things that are worth like hundreds of dollars honestly and I'm I'm genuinely like I don't think about it so like that's something that I'm gonna work on because that will be important I believe in my future um it should be some it should take place in everyone's health and well-being you know somewhere finances I've learned that I need to be able to give massages to people. My gift is in providing massage and energetic healings and therapies. And if I don't have that as an outlet, if I'm not utilizing my gift, then there's no point. I've been watching Grey's Anatomy a lot lately and, um, or not lately. I've been 
not a lot i've been re-watching Grey's anatomy from the beginning and like there are some lines in there that hit way harder than when i first saw them but christina yang the character christina yang when she's going through that period of like not she's a resident and not able to keep a teacher and not being able to do surgery like she wants to and she's just feeling not even just useless she literally does not know who she is because she's not able to utilize her gift and she says that she says if i'm not able to utilize this gift then what's the point and i get it i get it because sometimes when i'm stressed when i'm anxious when i'm so flustered and so busy and like i have a million things to do but i will put all of that aside if i get to massage someone and I feel so much better afterwards, so much better. And I, so I recognize I need that. I need that. Which, by the way, is also why I don't like to charge my services because it's not really for the other person, not just for it, but that's a separate story and a separate podcast. Um, I need to be honest with myself. I need to learn to be honest because and learn to stay and continue to be honest um, because avoidance is, you know, my first my first go to Um, because without honesty, then that's how I will engage in behaviors and habits that will lead me to um, dysregulation that will lead me to not who I am. even when that honesty is really painful. Um, I realize like all these things that I'm saying about a care plan are like uh, not, they're important, but like they're not like super tangible. So, and I guess in the context that I want to think about is like if I want to be more tangible besides the whole food thing, because gosh, I really hope I can eat in Europe. (laughs) like I really do um I need to be able to poop at least once or twice like every other day minimum which goes with the whole diet thing I need to exercise my body really loves to exercise but like my inner self gets so like exhausted because of like the activities I do like for daily living and how much effort and energy I put into them I need to learn to exercise regularly because my body craves it craves it. it and it of course it lifts up your move and of course it gives you all these endorphins and stuff but more than that like I generate so much more and manifest so much more positive energy and love and like 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 just oh like I I need to exercise more which again is the point <laughs> also part of the point of me moving um because I will not I am very intentionally not having a car and it will be the first time I'm not having a car since I was 18 when I left for college and even then that was for one year as soon as one year after I started college sophomore year I immediately I shipped my car back to Boston and I had it I've had it since then so like I have not been (laughs) without a car in a really long time so 
physical activity. I'm actually thinking of getting like a tricycle, an electric trike maybe, but definitely at least a tricycle to like be able to get around town um, with baskets, you know, so I can carry things. Um, I think that'll be fun. Um, and, and I think, I think most of all, I mean, besides God, God is most of all, but I think also something that's important to my care plan, you know, if I was sick and someone had to come take care of me, I don't know. I'm a very simple person when it comes down to it. And I'm very like minimal, even if I have a lot of things, I'm very minimal. Like I love nature. I love the stars. When I'm sick, I like to put on my dis my um my dvd of steven sondheim's 80th birthday celebration from pbs and just watch that and like try to sing along to it even though i'm deadly sick like that's what i love um i don't want people to give me gifts i'm so particular about that and i i don't care for it even though i i love the and i love the thought and like the intention behind it but the physical gifts i don't really care for i'm so particular about food and that's not even on purpose that's just my body like if i were sick and i needed someone to come care for me i would just want them to be there I would just want them to be there. I'm so, it's such a hard question for me because I'm honestly so used to just caring for myself. I don't ask for help very often. And I'm so independent that like, if I'm sick, like no one tends to know about it except, you know, the people who have to. And I just literally just figure it out myself. You know, I make my own food and I will make my own help. Like, cures and i will like take just take care of myself um i don't know what i need if someone else were to help take care of me because I, and i've never also i've also never been seriously seriously ill um except for maybe like once or twice but that was due to like allergy reactions versus like me feeling um like true illness like anything like, those reactions were not the same thing as how I would feel if I had the flu, you know? I think about sometimes, like, if I were to ever get cancer, if I were to ever get in a serious accident, like, what would it be like? What would I do? How would I feel? Would I fight to live? Would I just be like, okay? <laughs> I honestly don't know the answer. Um, I don't, I know I, 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 I wouldn't be as if I would be afraid maybe, but like not as afraid of some, I, I have no problem with the prospect of dying from illness. I would hate to have serious chronic illness. Um, that would be a struggle that, that would be a genuine struggle for me if I had a chronic illness, um, that was non-terminal. And I had to just live with it and learn to cope with it. And I honestly can't imagine what that might be like. Because I've, I've never had that. Um, and I've never seen that. Well, I've seen it. I've seen it. Because, you know, I used to be a social worker. But I've never 
I've never had to deal with it in my own personal life in any way. So, this has been a very interesting past few months and year. And, you know, as I go through this journey of um, closing the chapter, the closing the book of my life right now. It's causing me to do so much reflection. Um, and a lot of things I, I would normally know the answer to, I don't know anymore. Because I cannot predict my future right now. And the stability and resources I would normally have I won't have outside of myself. And I, I'm a great resource, but still. I guess, I guess that's just one more thing I'm going to have to explore in my journey for self-love. Or my journey to explore self-love. I will post another podcast um, soon. Uh, I am heading out of town for the next week and a half. And then after that, I'm just coming back and getting ready and selling my things. And I'll be able to post some more. And I will be starting some maybe blogs or Instagrams or whatever of my journeys as I as I go about doing so. But, you know... I appreciate anyone who listens and next time, you know, we'll go more in depth about, um, life, I suppose. But thank you for listening to my homework assignment. I hope it was, um, something that you guys think about too, of, you know, if you, what do you need to take care of yourself? What do you need from people? What do you need from yourself? What do you need, like, physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, energetically, financially? Like, what are all the aspects in your life that you need in order to be healthy? And when you're not healthy in those things, what do you need to explore to get there? I will continue to ponder that. Because I don't know entirely myself anymore. In any case, wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Thanks for listening.